Hello and welcome to a special Valentine's Day episode of the Strike and Ellicott Files. My name is Kenz. And I'm Lindsay. I'm really excited that we're doing this episode because it gives me a perfect excuse to talk about our favorite subject, shipping, shipping strike and Robin. <laughs> All right, should we just dive right in? Absolutely. Let's do it. So obviously, Strike and Robin are endgame, and there are clues that are throughout the books that point to that. Lindsay, when did that start for you? I know you were noping pretty hard out of any of the shipping-related stuff towards the beginning. I, I did. Um, I think I said that in the intro episode. I denied it for the first couple books. It's, you know, obvious in hindsight, but once you get to Career of Evil, you really can't deny it anymore. Mm -hmm. Strike has, like, an entire chapter where he's kind of sort of don't maybe okay yes I have feelings for her <laughs> <laughs> oh chapter 40 so good it's the best it's the best yes iconic oh, we love we love chapter 40 yeah chapter 40 is we like, don't talk about that at all no no not yeah it's the fact that we know that it's chapter, chapter 40, 40. <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah so also in career of evil robin spends so much time wondering why am i thinking that where did that thought come from i'm like oh i don't know robin hmm it's a it's a total mystery it, and it always has to do with does ellen know we're away together or you know just the two of us or, or things like that that she wonders um what's the other one where she thinks things inexplicably <laughs> for some reason yeah for some reason <laughs> <laughs> There's the part where she wonders, she can't imagine him being sweet with Ellen on the phone or something. And she's like, like why, am I why am I thinking that? Yeah, I have I don't no know. idea. I don't know. Hmm. <laughs> this is a total mystery. It's, that's the real mystery of the series. The real why mystery. Is Robin, <laughs> why is Robin having these thoughts? But for me, there was, a, there was a moment and I can't recall exactly which book it is. Probably like Career of Evil or something. Because more and more towards the latter half of the series um she starts to make more of a point of like pointing out the similarities between strike and robin like that mm -hmm. and there's a point where strike is having his little internal monologue about how you know robin has that same urge to solve things right. and and kind of figure stuff out that he that he has and and i felt like the fact that she was referencing that on some basic level they it just it just felt very like soul matey like they're kind of uh there's a part of they've got the same by the same things they're very compatible yeah but it just felt like a very soul matey sort of thing and the more that they keep talking about all these ways in which they're similar without even realizing it is um is really cool. yeah it's not romantic by itself but when you mm -hmm. look at the big picture it's just all of the reasons why they are compatible because they have shared values a shared sense of humor uh, they're driven mm -hmm. by the same things. So, mm -hmm. you know, like Ilsa says, they're made for each other. Yes, absolutely. Ilsa is us. Yes. She is all of us, right? <laughs> yeah. Slight. Yeah. She's very enthusiastic. Very, <laughs> same, very same enthusiastic. Ilsa. Yeah. 
but you got to let them take their time. <laughs> you can't, you can't push them into it when they're not ready. But going back to what you were talking about, the whole like shared sense of humor thing, that's honestly like one of my favorite things oh, about yeah. them is because especially because it's coming up more and more like um you know they'll be like sitting here teasing each other i something that i thought was really cute i was it in was it in career of evil when he mentioned something about how much he enjoyed making her laugh yeah it's i think it's when they're getting ready to go on their first road trip mm -hmm. and that yeah. was just that was really cute that's like such like an innocent sweet just an innocent thing to just like about somebody like oh like it's not just that you know he likes whenever she's bending over to go unplug the computer there's some innocent things in there like oh he just really likes making her smile and making her laugh and stuff and she enjoyed when he was laughing in troubled blood like on his birthday mm -hmm. when he was telling the story about uncle ted and the still bennies mm -hmm. she's just I, I really like yeah. that she was just yeah. appreciating just sitting there just like, oh, you know what else was cute about that part is that they they weren't sitting across from each other. They were sitting side by side facing the water, which is a little mm -hmm. bit romantic, just a little, a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. It it fulfilled that romantic check mark, you know, a little bit more. <laughs> Have than, a lot like, of those check marks. <laughs> yeah. We we thought that the Cornwall thing was going to be romantic. It, it yeah, wasn't. Nah, but nah, so. but, you know, hey, we made up for it in other ways. <laughs> Um, going back to their shared sense of humor, I, I really like, and I think that I did say this when we recorded for part one, but I liked that at different parts in Troubled Blood, they were each described as being mischievous and it was, the context is that they were both teasing somebody else. So, um, I think it's Robin is teasing Strike in like chapter seven, it, it, the first part she's teasing him about Strike and it describes her as like being mischievous or sense of mischief or something and then later like the day before his birthday he's teasing pat mm -hmm. and he's also described as being mischievous it's, it's when he's like are you gonna make me a cake or something you know mm -hmm. I, I think that's cute because it could it could lead to, to some potential flirtiness you know teasing and being mischievous it's it has potential and their uh their sarcasm too they're mm -hmm. they're both pretty sarcastic which is um which i appreciate because same mm-hmm it's fun. Yeah. Troubled Blood was especially fun for me to read. And I don't know, it probably was for you too, because for that reason, especially as they get closer and everything, they're a little more comfortable with teasing each other a little bit more. Mm -hmm. It's not quite so stiff. The banter is great. It's so good. And it's only going to get better, which is really, really the best part. But besides that, there's, there's also, you know, the fact that they're both kind of, they're driven by, they're driven they're driven to justice by their respective traumas so like for robin mm -hmm. it's you know what happened to her at university and for strike it you know it's not even so much the whole leg thing it's everything oh with, his childhood yeah with with leda just yeah yeah I, and I think that that's really a really beautiful thing though like that in regards to how it kind of folds into their character development and everything mm -hmm. because they're both they're stepping away from you know the people that they were kind of forced to be by the stuff that happened to them and they're stepping into who they were both meant to be you know with each other letting go of yeah and it's like they're just everything is kind of like a mirror and they're working reflecting each other <laughs> exactly exactly the parallels and the reflections and stuff it's just it's it's really neat oh god um, we love the we love their parallels together there's so yeah. many good ones yeah and 
we will be mentioning all of them. So in case anybody <laughs> is there. taking notes, is any if anybody's taking notes at home, and I will definitely be taking notes, we can we can probably We definitely do take notes. <laughs> yeah, we can connect the dots. It'll be like that gif of the the conspiracy theory dude who's like sitting here oh, yeah, going yeah. like Yeah. With all the It'll all be... the strings tied together yes. on the wall. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, I connected the dots. <laughs> But yeah, it's um, it's just really cool to see how they both have that just insane drive for justice. Yeah, and and I think it's also in Career of Evil. This feels very Career of Evil heavy right now, but <laughs> it was a good one. <laughs> she, when he fires her, she thinks that like she can't believe it because she feels like the experiences that they've gone through constituted a bond like no other. Mm-hmm. So she's like, I mean, she's already acknowledging like that she has a bond with him that she doesn't have with anybody else, and they have because they have these shared passions and different experiences, but also they can relate to one another there. It's, Mm -hmm. it's so good. It is. You can't tell. I love them. Yeah. Right. And then there's the whole, you know, prize of her life line. You mean the greatest quote ever? Right. From lethal. Yeah. That I still have not recovered from. Yeah. It's been years and years and (laughs) yep. It's been two and a half years since lethal light came out and we're still swooning over that line. Oh my God. The friendship that they had, she had not known was the prize of her life. I don't have it right in front of me, but I think that's what it is. <laughs> so, so good. So good. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And the fact that they, they both are able to like feel understood around each other and they don't really have to like explain because they know that the other just like, gets, gets it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is, is just really great. And you can really with how they are able to relate so well to each other you can see when anytime you read about matthew or charlotte Mm. it's just night and day seeing the difference there it's a really really stark contrast not that i want to talk about charlotte and matthew but let's talk about (laughs) oh god yeah let's talk about charlotte and matthew Uh, (laughs) something that i found really interesting in trouble blood regarding charlotte it wasn't until the end when she says i didn't pull the quote but it's when she texts him and says i've never been more envious right i've never been more envious of i am of that robin girl Uh uh-huh it was interesting to me because she's never met her. They don't know each other. I don't think you can count almost running into someone meeting. Mm-hmm. So she has no frame of reference for their relationship, right? Other than she assumes he thinks she's attractive, which yeah, it's true, but she doesn't. But like Charlotte, hush. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like what she's picking up on is that they've been working together for five years at this point and They've been in the papers a lot. So she can see that Robin has a part of his life or is a part of his life in a way that she has never been and was never interested in being a part of. And kind of actively resented him for being a part of. Right, right. And so she's, it's just funny because Robin always thinks like, what do I have to offer compared to Charlotte? But really, I think that, that Charlotte being envious of her is her realizing what Robin does have to offer and that's their shared values. And mm-hmm. yeah, I, I really liked that too. And that's oddly vulnerable, I think for, um, for Charlotte? her to say, mm-hmm. yeah, for her to say like, Oh, I'm like, I've never been more jealous in my life. Thanks to that. It's just, Oh, there's just this sexual tension. And then mm-hmm. it's not like anything more than that. Little does she know that it's like romantic and sexual tension. It's a nice, 
Um, she doesn't know how deep it goes. I think I don't think that she has yeah, any I think, idea. Yeah, I think that... that's why it was so interesting because how does she know? How does she know what we know that she, yes, she should be envious, but how does she know that? But I, I think it's just that sense of Robin is a part of his life in a way that Charlotte never is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then, and then there's Matthew mm, too. My favorite. And, <laughs> God, Matthew is just, he is, he's awful. Something that, that you I think that I've noticed more and more every time I've reread is that Matthew and Charlotte just don't really seem to have any respect for who their partners are as actual people. Mm -hmm. And yeah, totally. it's just, it, it's just kind of like who they want their partners to be. Right. Not necessarily for Charlotte, but it's like, you well, know, no, for she Matthew, wants him to give everything up. Yeah. She wants to him to like give everything up for her. And then Matt just wants you know, Robin to be just sort of this woman that doesn't ask any questions, that always backs down in an argument and stuff like that. Wants her to have the job he wants her to have. Yeah. And there, there's no like, oh, okay, your job is going to pay a little less, but, you know, I'm going to support you because this is something that you're really happy doing. And, you know, oh, we'll make it work because we're supposed to support each other. Which is also Charlotte and Shrike. He said the same thing. Like, you know, you hated the poverty and I told you it was going to be like this mm -hmm. while I was building it. And yeah. Yeah. I also like God again in Career of Evil. <laughs> Career <laughs> of Evil is, is like. Coming it's in hot it, right now. <laughs> yes. Coming in hot. Well, that's where like where Ooh. most of the seeds are. I really like the line that I think that in context she's talking about physically, but but Robin thinks he was so very different than Matthew. Mm -hmm. I love that so much because you can see it in almost everything. It's not just mm -hmm. like how they look, but in everything, mm -hmm. how they make her feel, how she feels when she's with them. Mm -hmm. Pretty much everything that Robin thinks in chapter 45 of Trouble Blood, which is her mm -hmm. version, chapter 40 of Review. <laughs> Mm -hmm. everything exactly. that she thinks about strike that she admires those things are not are not matthew not at all yeah like doing the right things for the right reasons he's he's more self-interest mm -hmm. what makes me look good exactly we love chapter 45 <laughs> yes chapter 45 is god is so good such a good one all her her sparks in her tummy i said mm -hmm. tummy because i have a five-year-old sorry her stomach <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that one. Oh, I can't imagine why I got really happy and excited when I saw somebody who looked vaguely like my partner who I'm definitely not in love with. <laughs> oh, and it yeah. sounds like she was scared. Like that's so oh yeah. Poor Robin. Like she's she's so scared, scared of, of her of her feelings. And it's like, oh honey, it's okay. You don't have to be scared by them. If if you could only get inside of Strike's brain and or if Strike could just learn how to communicate open his, open his mouth and communicate the thoughts in his brain <laughs> outward because <laughs> that can't be done no way but yeah i feel like i have i have less ire towards matthew right now because like i feel like his storyline is kind of wrapped up you know mm -hmm. with the bow yeah but with Charlotte, I have a lot more direct anger for Charlotte, as I referenced in the intro episode. Mm -hmm. Something that I found really interesting was that Charlotte really, um, really only appreciated how shocking Strike was as far as like so the weird. kind of impression that he made. Yeah, yeah it's so weird. Though. It's so weird how she liked to upset people with that and use him mm -hmm. 
to upset people. Yeah. It's odd. I would love to sit her down and be like, so what is it exactly about him that you love so much? Is it just yeah. that you just like latched onto him because y'all are each other's first loves or whatever? Or what exactly is it? Because I feel like we don't have a whole lot of frame of reference for what exactly I mean, attracted them like I get beyond <laughs> just like them fighting and then sex or whatever. Yeah, she doesn't value the things that we value in him or that we know Robin does. So yeah, what is it? And then of course there's Robin. Robin, who's just like she's not gonna especially as of this as of trouble blood anyway you know she's not letting any of the bs slide but you know she's like i accept you and i love you for who you are um <laughs> as a person i i love all of the bits of you not just right. you know bits and pieces i think that you're a great person but hey i'm gonna point it out to you if you're acting like a jerk yeah well there's there's a difference between wanting to change someone and then just saying hey show me a little bit of respect here that because you're not right now and exactly yeah and i i love that that is like a big thing to like the both of them for robin she it's really important to her that strike isn't constantly on her all the time mm -hmm. and then you know obviously for strike that's a huge thing is oh she's never tried to change me but even the argument isn't you know the whole point of that is you know the fact that it, she's not asking him to change is that she's just no she's saying respect yeah i want some respect here and, and yeah. she's asking for him to realize that his behavior does affect her as well. Mm -hmm. A perfectly acceptable thing to expect from your partner or friend. Yeah. Best friend. I don't think Strike is ever going to use the term bestie, and I'm okay with that. <laughs> I almost <laughs> just said that. But. <laughs> It would be totally out of character, but I would, um, I think I would die laughing. Mm -hmm. But I was also going to say in reference to, you know, how Strike made Robin feel during the whole firing thing um, and the mm -hmm. fact that she wasn't scared or anything. Also tying back into how Robin has never felt uncomfortable or anything. I just love that he's like so respectful of her boundaries and everything because... Right. A lot of guys do not get that. And mm. the fact that he's so respectful of that mega reinforces my book crush on him. That <laughs> is just so awesome that it's like, it's not ham fisted or anything. It's just sort of like, oh, this is common sense. We should expect all men to behave like this. Come on. It's not that hard. But yeah. Seeing that spelled out is just really, really awesome. So there are things that are a little bit less obvious that you don't pick up on your first read necessarily. But what, what is one of those moments for you where when you went and read back, you were like, ooh, I see that now. This is the, for me, the first, I think it's, it's not the first line. It's the first like chapter that we have with Robin, mm -hmm. um, where she's talking about how she would remember this day for as long as she lived. Going early with this. Yeah. Going Who's calling early. chapter one, basically. <laughs> Yes, the very, very beginning of uh, of the series. It really reads a lot differently mm -hmm. after reading all totally. of the, you know, the slow burn and everything like, oh, yeah, she's going to remember the day that she met Strike <laughs> for the rest of her life. Hell Not yeah. Not just because she almost died. Not just because she almost died. <laughs> it's because she's met her soulmate. It is sweet, right? It also makes me think of how sad it's going to be when they have to leave Denmark Street because that moment was so life-changing for both of them mm -hmm. yeah, yeah her running them running into each other literally yeah. kept strike from going after charlotte so so cute i have to stop myself this entire recording from just saying oh all the time 
like he, mm. did, I, let's see how much un uh, how much cut footage there is of us just going oh that's so cute <laughs> Don't cut it. Leave it in. Everyone wants to all with us. (laughs) (laughs) Like, all right, everybody. (laughs) But continuing on with that chapter, I really like how as she's walking up the stairs, you know, she's admiring her ring when she's out on the street. And then as she's walking up, it dims. It says, I don't know the exact line, but it's like her ring is not shining. It's dim. Mm-hmm. It's kind of it's kind of cute that it's you know it's the light is dimming on her old life and starting fresh with this new person that she's about to become. There's a couple good things with her ring. I, I don't remember. Do you remember when it is that the pea gets stuck in her ring? I want to say it's like a few chapters later. It's probably like whenever he's he's talking bad about the job. I want to say it's like a couple chapters after they meet, but it's, I think it has to do with the one where he's just talking shit about her job and it it being like not a real job, like being a lion tamer Mm -hmm. or something like that. I want to say that it's in that same scene, but it's also been a minute. It's a nice way to show like everything appeared to be perfect before she went to work there. And then now all of a sudden there's this big thing stuck in between them, like a pee Mm -hmm. in her ring. It's cute. I like that. Yeah. There's a lot of really good foreshadowing and i feel like i've noticed it more and more and more oh yeah there have been quite a few moments where i kind of stopped reading and was like oh my god did that just say what i think it said because you know it's Mm -hmm. gonna come back and be the most adorable thing ever oh yeah there's a lot of those in lethal yeah well like yeah um in lethal white i think it's chapter 23 where robin i think it's when they're away I'm not even not even going to attempt to say the name of the place that Robin and Matthew go for their anniversary. It's a uh, Le Manoir au Cat Saison. Oh, sure. You got it. That one. <laughs> I'm not I'll trying it because it's not going to happen. <laughs> it says that Robin wondered what it would be like to have a wedding day and honeymoon about which it was safe to reminisce. And I remember being like, girl, you're going <laughs> to. Yeah. One of these days. One One of of these days. days. Yeah. I know that some people think they might not actually get married, but come on. Yeah. The whole Tolstoy thing. It's it's happening. Yeah. And comments like that. I'm like, oh, that's that's going to be so cute one day. And she's going to be like, yes, I I do have one that I is safe to reminisce about. Mm hmm. At my personal favorite one is also also from Lethal White. And um, I I know know what you're going to say. I think, yeah. Um, so Strike's vow about love, whenever, you know, after Lorelai has said, I love you, just was like, it was one of those things. The it was best like, thing ding, ding, ever. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> yes. Because you just know <laughs> that when that comes up again, it's going to yeah. be a capital B, capital D, big deal. That was also a moment. I I was reading Lethal White by myself I was in my living room by myself and I put the book down and like look around like did anybody see what just happened <laughs> right <laughs> nobody's there and I'm like oh my god somebody experienced this with me <laughs> yes hey now you've got us now, now I do <laughs> yes but yeah the moment it's just like the moment that you read that you know that you know he's gonna say that to Robin and that's that's gonna be the the woman that he says I love you to next and not just that like yeah wanting to build your life with is so Oh, good. My heart. Are we ready? Is everybody ready for our collective awe? (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, you know, there's just 
them being like more and more honest with each other like as the whole that thing from lethal where um where strike is like we've got to be honest with each other or we're screwed i I was banking so much on that (laughs) before before child of blood came out i was like oh my god they're gonna talk so much (laughs) they're gonna be spending so much time talking oh little Uh, did we know yeah yeah Mm. but hopefully in book six we will be where we thought we were gonna be for trouble i think what he probably meant was in terms of their business and things like that but it's funny that he doesn't think that that applies to him (laughs) he's like all of these things are affecting me but i don't need to tell my partner because i can handle it but he wanted her yeah yeah so it's nice that she uh pointed out like no dude you got to talk to me do the whole talking thing before you kill someone or yourself or both yeah (laughs) yeah it's just it's just been really just reading reading these books over again it's just it's been really great to see how you know their friendship has just developed and now that Matthew's out of the picture you know he's the main man in her life and well we all know how much we love that line (laughs) oh my god I was like woo (laughs) I am here for this Yes. Yes. And you, like, is you it know hot what? in here right now? God. <laughs> <laughs> it's oh, such a good line. I put it like, I put it right here. It's mm-hmm. like, but her physical appeal was less of a threat to his peace of mind than the deep guilty liking for being currently the main man in her life. It's so cute. Deep guilty liking. Gonna... Oh, Again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then he, because he, he references like, some something similar where he's talking about how much he enjoys like making her happy mm-hmm. because before it was like that was his his responsibility of making other people happy and now it's like he wants to it's like my dude oh, you know what that is <laughs> love oh <laughs> that too <laughs> <laughs> oh well both both it's both yes it's definitely both thank you all so much for listening Tune in wherever you listen to podcasts for future episodes as we continue to discuss Troubled Blood as well as other books in the series. Don't forget to follow us as well on social media at the SE Files Pod on Twitter, Instagram, and Tumblr. And as always, you can email us at sefilespodcast at gmail.com with any feedback or topics you'd like us to discuss. Also, please go check out our Valentine's Day post we have up on Strike Fans. It's a fun post and has some nice moments between Strike and Robin, some that we mentioned here and some other ones um we're also going to have some cool photos and fan art uh videos and a special valentine's day fic uh written by our friend pools of venetian blue so it should be a fun post go check it out Uh, we hope you all have a very happy valentine's day and i'm crossing fingers toes eyes whatever i can cross all of it (laughs) in the hope that uh strike and robin have a much better valentine's day in book six than they did in trouble blood Let's all hope. (laughs) We'll talk about that later. (laughs) Thanks for listening. Bye.